0: So today, we're continuing in our summer rhythm. I love how we do this at Imago every summer as things are a little different during the summer. Some people are in and out and different schedules and so on, but we take an opportunity to make the most out of our summers together by changing things up a little bit in the months of July and August. In June, we spent it on the songs of the Bible, hearing those songs of hope and deliverance from the scriptures. And uh, this month, we're actually going to be focusing on testimonies. A testimony is a witness to God's faithfulness in our lives. And we're going to be hearing different voices from our church community sharing about their witness of God at work in their life throughout the year and currently. And also, they'll be sharing some of their hope for our church community, especially as we're in this season of rebuilding building together in the year to come. But I'm so excited that we have the opportunity to do that, because there's really nothing like being able to be sharpened by your fellow brother or sister in Christ. That's something that it says in the book of Proverbs, that iron, just as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Just as iron sharpens iron, so one person, one brother, one sister sharpens another brother and sister in Christ. And that's why we're going to have the opportunity to do that throughout this week, and I'm so throughout this whole month, actually. And we're going to be hearing different voices among us different voices among the people of God here at Imago Church. Imago means that we're created in the image of God. So our identity is in the image of God and our purpose is in the image of Christ. Every one of us has a story to share. Every one of us can testify and witness to God's goodness and faithfulness in our lives. Amen? So that's what we're going to do this month. And each person will be sharing their hope in Jesus Christ, especially in what that hope has looked like in this past year that many of you know and many of you have experienced and I know because I've been able to pray with you and walk alongside you in some of that, but this past year was quite difficult for many. And so we're going to be hearing voices among us, testimonies among us, people sharing their hope in Jesus Christ, especially in this past year. And then secondly, they'll be sharing what their hope for our community is in this year to come. So as I mentioned, we'll have the opportunity to hear from different voices among us throughout this month. And I'm very excited. We'll have different groups every single week together. And today, we're going to be hearing from our uh, brother, John Jones, our uh, sister Joyce, uh, Michelle, and Danny as well. And so they'll be sharing about that, their hope in Christ throughout this year and their hope for our community in the year to come. And after they share, I'm going to ask each one of them to pray, to pray for us as a community. And I'll ask you right where you are as they're sharing for you to pray for them. Pray that God would continue to just uh, provide that living hope that only he gives to each one of our brothers and sisters that we'll be sharing today. So we'll go ahead and start with our brother John Jones, and I'm so grateful for uh, Papa John, as we affectionately call him here at Imago Church. He's been an elder, he's been a friend, and he has really been a, a wise counsel. That's actually something that the book of Proverbs says, right, that the fool's way seems right to himself or herself, but the wise person surrounds himself or herself with counsel. And I'm grateful for Elder John, who's really been that, a counsel for me as your pastor, but for many of us as a church as well. So I'm going to ask our brother John to just share a little bit with us what uh, how you've held on to your hope in Jesus Christ in this past year and what your hope is for our community in the year to come.
1: is this on? Push the button. Now is it on? Can you hear me now? Here, I'll get it. I'll get it. No problem. Now now it's working, okay. Um, So, this is, uh, I guess, a recent testimony for me. Um, I have a verse that uh, kind of came up here recently. Uh, it's John um, chapter 6, verse 40. For my father, Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. I was, uh, Joyce and I were um, involved in a prayer service um, here last week, and, and uh, there's a young lady that is uh, battling um, for her life, um, and it's uh, very dire, And uh, but members of her church community and her school community and, and uh, Christian community here uh, came together for a prayer service, and uh, and we sang and we prayed and uh, and we heard uh, some comments from members, other members of the of the church and the school that she is involved in. And one, my granddaughter goes to school with this young lady. Um, and after after at the end, um, we had a reading from the Heidelberg Catechism. The Heidelberg Catechism is. Uh, you know, catechisms are kind of becoming passe a little bit because nobody wants the the. Um, the. written in Germany. It was commissioned by a, uh, it, it commissioned by a, a leader, church leader, and uh, um, uh, he was the leader of a province in Germany. He commissioned, I'm going to quote this,
0: <laughs> can, can we use this? Here, have this one.
1: He, he was, uh, he, he commissioned some church leaders and some, and some theo, theologians to write a a statement of unity and um, for the, the Protestant people within his district um, because there was a lot of different thoughts about the same things, and different interpretations. And so what he was looking for was he was looking for a common um, statement. Um, and so these men went together and 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 put this together, and it took a, several years. And it, at the end of the process, they had basically 52 statements, uh, questions, and, answers to those questions from the gospel and um, primarily the New Testament but you know from from the Bible and they became the Heidelberg Catechism and it was designed as a common statement of faith, it was designed as a tool to teach, it was designed as a tool to preach and so the, what we read in that last, um, at the end of that prayer service was what they refer to is the Lord's Day One. Um, and so I'm gonna read that to you now. What is it your only comfort in life and in death is the question. Answer that I am not my own, but belong, body and soul, in life and in death, to my faithful Savior Jesus Christ, um, and and it goes on. But that's that's the the sense of of the question and answer, in in this time, in this you know last year that we've gone through, and in in all of our times. Um, and I'm thinking about that young lady and her family um, but we can rest assured in the fact that we are we are God's and that he is there for us today was there for us yesterday and will be there for us tomorrow amen
0: Say a prayer for us yes. in this
1: community yes. and that hope that you share. Lord, we, uh, we are so thankful for your mercy, for your faithfulness, for your care for us. And we lift up this community, lift up this church, your church, that we can be brought together in unity, that we can be brought together in faith in you, And that we can always go forward knowing that you're behind us, you're beside us, and you're in front of us. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Wow. Wow. Voices among us and preachers among us. Working myself out of a job here. I love it. That's the point of it. Now we're going to hear from his better half, his more beautiful half, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> from Mama Joyce, go ahead and welcome her up. And uh, Joyce has also just uh, ex- from the very beginning, just that genuine love, hospitality and desire to help, characteristics of God that we see in each other and from her as well, and from those among us too. So Joyce, same question to you: What has been your hope in Christ in this last year, and what's your hope for our community?
2: This is the time of day my allergies start giving me trouble, so forgive me. You never know. Sometime between 10 and 1. Um, Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, You know, part of this, uh, when Michelle sent out our little thing was uh, your favorite verse, and I'm always uh, fascinated by the concept (laughs) of my favorite verse uh, because there are so many favorite verses. Um, but <clears throat> I have always loved um, the first letter of John. Uh, and so I'm going to start with um, this little passage uh, from First John and then you know think through you know, my walk and, and where we are today uh, from this point of view. Uh, so John says uh, to the church, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been Uh, who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. And then going down to verse 12, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. So as I think about uh, my hope in Christ, my hope for Imago, uh, my hope through the last year, and my hope for the future, um, I I cannot think about this present time without thinking about the walk that God has taken me through, culminating and ending in this final chapter, which is taking place in Imago, uh, my joyous my joyous home. Um, so God's teaching of his love for us and our call to make God's love complete in our love for each other, um, which he expresses in first John and so many other scriptures, uh, has been an ongoing teaching in the chapters of my life in the church. I've been blessed by strong biblical preaching, um, and sharing of scripture within the body at the Presbyterian Church, at two Christian Reformed churches. And, um, you know, my pastors and brothers and sisters helped me understand God's teaching and love and service, which is what, you know, is what we are, are expressing here at Imago at all times. <clears throat> here it comes again. <clears throat> We were then called into a mission church in Tulare, which is our mother church, Sunrise, and um, it, again, as a mission church, developed a deep and loving and biblical uh, church body. Out of this was born our, our new church, Imago, uh, this Our Fellowship. The body of people God brought together has been a great blessing. So we open the word together. We learn on Sundays. We fellowship over food. Our parenthesis in fellowship called the pandemic has challenged us to remain strong as a family called by God. We stay connected by online prayer, fellowship, and worship, and now we are here together again. In Philippians 1.6, Paul uh, reminds us that he who began a good work in us will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. As I look out onto the body today, and I think of those um, of us who have not yet come back, and some people who may have moved on, I can see um, so many faces uh, that I, we are going to share the rebuilding process uh, as, you know, and it's, it's hard to think about the people we lost, but then I think about the new faces. I, we see April, we see the two of you, we see your twin sister, who's not really... Uh, <laughs> Um, All the faces, David is back from Ethiopia finally, you know, new faces, and it's a joy. I see two or three women over here that have been fairly recent into our congregation. So I see God beginning this great building work, and I claim that promise in Philippians that he is carrying on to completion in this body that we call Imago, the great work he has started. And I know many of us are praying into our whole nation for rebuilding and into the whole world as we recover from this. But God, who began a good work um, in the in the body of Christ all over the world, is going to carry it on into completion. So. Wow. Wow. I'm going to... Uh, you guys just used part of what I was going to pray about. So, Father God, we come now before you in the morning hour of this day as we can come before you at any moment of our lives and uh, father we lift up to you this beautiful body that you have developed and continue to develop and and all the just lovely fascinating people you have brought together and um, we just pray that you carry us forward father as we know you have been under us and over us and to the sides of us and behind us throughout this, uh, this walk and throughout the walks from the moment you birthed each of us into this world uh, to, be ex- to come to know you and to express the love of God into the world uh, as you have called us to do. We thank you for all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Joyce, for that amazing testimony He who began the work in us will bring it into completion in the day of Christ Jesus. So that means that the good Lord who started that good work in you, he will bring it to completion. God is really good at being God. That means that you and I don't have to be. So we can stop fighting, stop trying to fix, stop trying to anxiously control, because he who began the good work will bring it into completion. Amen. Now we're going to invite our sister Michelle to be able to come forward and share a bit about her hope in Christ in this last year and also her hope for our community as well. And I'm so grateful for Michelle. When I I think of Michelle, I think of someone who simply just has open hands to serve You know, when God calls, you see how God uses men and women throughout the Bible. When he calls them, they respond, here I am. And that's what I think about when I think of our sister Michelle. Here I am with open hands, Lord. May your will be done. And she's been here since the earliest days of Imago, when it was simply a Bible study in my living room. And we're just so grateful to be able to hear a bit of her journey and her story on how she's held on to hope in Christ in this last year and her hope for Imago in the year to come.
3: Well, um, it's great to be here with you all, and um, as I was hearing John and Joyce, it's um, amazing how the Lord puts everything together. And, uh, uh my personality always gets like, get really excited and wants to share so many things. So I just hope like that, you know, I put my thoughts together, um, with this, but, um, so as John and Joyce were sharing, um, I picked up two things. Uh, one was the faithfulness of God. And then the other one was, you know, how important it is for us to be together, And which exactly goes to the verse that I was uh, meditating and I wanted to share with you all, which is in Hebrews 10 uh, verses 23 and 24. Um, I picked another, um, let me see, what is it? um, Yeah, I picked another version because I cannot pronounce that word, unsword or whatever. So I cannot pronounce that. So I'll just read my my version. Um, It says, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful and this is the other part for the community so let's take care of one another so we might be encouraged to love and the good works so um, I just wanted to share a little bit of background um, of what this year has been for me so honestly it has been one of the most challenging and years of my life so far because my faith and the things that I believed were, were shaken. Were, um, so where it was exactly as, as a Christian and also as a, as a sister in Christ for everyone. So I, like, for some reason there that all those things were shaking and, and I didn't know what to do. I honestly felt lost feel even depressed sometimes and and I just wasn't myself that was the main part I that oh um, would Pastor Carlos share you know like open hands and and that here I am wasn't was gone I, I I could not put those things together in my life and and that made me me but that wasn't there anymore however as I was navigating those things um, the only thing the only um, main thing that brought me um, together and that I could hold on to was the faithfulness of God. And as John and Joyce share, uh, you know, one, it was, I wasn't my own. Like I, I did not belong to myself. And then the other part was that there was a community behind me. And so as I, as I was navigating all those, that I knew, I I decided, you know, I took that decision of hold on to the one that I knew, to the the thing that I know was was my, our our Savior Jesus Christ and His love and His faithfulness. So, um, and I just I, I I get really um excited and so um, grateful that the Lord that I was able to experience that because along that, along his love and his um, faithfulness to me came people, came the community around me and surround me with love and showed me, you know, that grace, that grace that has the power to lift you up and, and to actually live out the gospel, to live out um, for Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, that season for now, it's gone, right? For now, it's um, it's a good season, and I'm enjoying it. But in the, if I think about the past, it was necessary because that brought maturity. And as I, we are navigating this in, in Arimago, maturity, spiritual maturity is so necessary. We need to be, um, as the word of God says, like when we were kids, we will have that type of food. But now we need to have solid food. And that it, that was for me that season a solid food that I needed to digest and it took time it hurt it, it was um it was painful but it was necessary because as I, I learned to hold on to my faith and hold and learn to hold on to my brothers and sisters in Christ um, so my hope uh, for for me and it's the same as for you that if for some reason, those seasons come, will, which will come eventually, um, you can hold on to the faith that the Lord is faithful, that the one who started that work, he will finish it up all the way. It doesn't matter where we're going. Maybe we're at our lowest, but he will continue. And and how how do we do that? I mean, we have to stay connected with the Lord in our prayers, in our moments to actually devote like um uh, do our devotionals the pastor carlos a few weeks ago shared that you know he has gone through seminar and courses and all those theological things but the main thing that has changed his life is his devotional with the lord that his time alone with him and so that's that's where we get renewed right Our, our, our hearts are renewed by the word of god and our worship and then So, again, I just read it to you, you know, that we hold on, uh, um, Hebrews, that we hold on fast to the confession of our hope, which is our faith, without wavering, because he who promises is faithful. And let's take care of one another. Let's, you know, come together and always try to um, sharpen each other right like iron sharps other iron like we always stay connected to each other so we can be encouraged in love and could be doing the good works of the lord so so yes um lord sometimes we don't know what to say we don't know what words to express lord that are enough To tell you how much we love you. And how much we want to please you, Lord. And we want to do your will, Lord. But you know them. You know our hearts, Lord. And so the only thing that we have, Lord, left to give you. It's our praise, Lord. It's our worship to you. And that we can be a living sacrifice for you, Lord. So let us be, Lord. Let us be that sacrifice for you, Lord. And let our spirits communicate with you and everything that we want to say to you, Lord, today. We might be going to a low moment, Lord, where we cannot feel or hear your voice, Lord. We cannot um, even... Um, remember how that fell but let us just be together with you Lord hold on to that Lord and also let us be vulnerable with each other, Lord, asking for help to one another, Lord, and that we can be discipled together for your glory, Lord. So um as I as I share, Lord, my hope for everyone is that we hold on to our your faithfulness, Lord. Your faithfulness, because you can you put it in our, our hearts, Lord, as we meditate with you, Lord, and you also show us, Lord, as we sang earlier, Lord, that the creation, Lord, just reveals. By so many ways, Lord, your love for us, Lord. So we um, let us open our eyes, um, our eyes and our ears, Lord, to feel you, to see you, and to hear you, Lord, whenever you're calling us, Lord. So in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. What I heard from Michelle there was just that she held on to the God who would never let go of her. Even at her lowest moments, and it was in the fire that she was built up to continue to move forward. Out of the fire can, can come something new. Out of the fire can come new life. Out of the fire, the, the coal can become a diamond, right? And so we're grateful to see those stories and testimonies of God's faithfulness And I'm just so glad because even in this time of testimony and just like it is here in our church community, we're a gospel-centered, multicultural community where hope is built through restored relationships, but not only multicultural but multigenerational. We've heard from different generations during this time of testimony. And um, I'm gonna invite our brother Danny now to be able to share just a bit about his hope in Christ. And when I think of Danny, I think of that of the hope for generations to come. That I'm so glad that he's a, a young man, a person that I've been able to walk alongside with, disciple now for several years. And when I think of him and the generation to come, I have a lot of hope for the church and for all that God will do with this next season, this next uh, generation that God is raising up for his purposes as well. So, Danny, I just want to invite you this morning to do the same. What has been your hope in Jesus Christ in this last year, and what's your hope for us as your church family? Yeah. Um, I think uh, any
4: <clears throat> anybody who's been a... Uh, a Christian long enough you'll find a similar thread when we talk about God's faithfulness right um, it is it just comes with the package uh, I was I was born and raised in a Christian home I've navigated different seasons of my life where um, shoot man my, my I was on fire for God and um, but uh, I would say, you know, when, when I look at the past, we're talking about the past year, what was my hope for the past years? I don't know if my, 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 my 2020 was as exciting as other people's or as, as eventful as other people's. I kind of navigated that pretty much like everybody else. Um, Had to wear my mask and uh, stay six feet apart. Um, but I would say that recently, maybe in, in the past few months, um Lord's been bringing me through a a season of come back to me. And uh It's interesting not too not too long ago actually a couple nights ago I was, I was talking with my aunt and we were going into some some deep stuff about my past, our past. And uh I realized there's some things I need to learn to let go. And um uh, and it's tied in. It's, it's amazing how everything is connected. Um, in one area of my life, I was hurting. And through that lens, I kind of judged other areas of my life that had nothing really to do with that. But through that lens, I kind of even judged my upbringing. Um, certain traditions, certain mentalities that I just did not agree with. And, and, and I attributed it to... My passion for truth, but really, as I was discussing with my aunt, other things came up where I need to learn to let certain things go. Um, and I say this because along with this this um, with this season of my life, I guess, a big part of of, of how I learn to, to view certain things, I try to take control of how I view the gospel, of how the gospel should be portrayed, of how, of what the gospel, I I thought the gospel is, and and I know that the Lord has brought me through a season, and I, I know I have a better understanding today than I did a few years ago of what the gospel is. Um, but in my attempt to really decipher and discern, um, I think I, I leaned a little too much to the intellectual um I, pastor carl's and i have had many conversations about apologetics and i'm very passionate about about um being able to defend your faith right and um and i realized i hit a plateau at some point where you can be you can have all the right answers and still know nothing um and I think that's the season I'm in again, where where I kind of I told God like unintentionally like okay Lord like I, I know you are in charge I know you are sovereign I know you are good, but let me go figure this out on my own let me let me figure you out on my own let me figure out the Bible on my own, and um, and I feel like the Lord is is kind of let me all right do your thing go ahead I'll see you in a bit, and uh, <laughs> and I feel like that's where I'm at right now. Um, I'm hard-headed, I'm stubborn, and anybody that knows me knows that about me, and, and I feel like the Lord has always had to, like, let me go hit my head against the wall for a little bit, and so I, 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 I oh, that's what you were talking about, okay, I get it out. Um, Psalm 119, 9 through 11, 9 through 12, uh, David asks the question, King David asks the question, how does a young person walk in purity? Right? And it um, and goes on to say, he goes on to talk about God's word and God's decrees and God's laws. And he's literally asking God, teach me your decrees. Teach me your laws. Teach me your race. And it, it, I found it interesting because when we talk about God, we love to sing about his love. We love to sing about his faithfulness. We love to sing about um, the, the things that we like, right? Like when we mess up, we can always come back to these things, to his love, to his faithfulness. And David is like, the way I can please you best is if I know what you said. Because if I know what you said, I know who you are. And so my hope for our um, our congregation, for Imago, as I look out, I'm very excited to see a lot of young people. Um, our generation is missing in churches nowadays. Um, teenagers, 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, it, it's, uh, its it's an issue. And our generation is very comfortable with spirituality, very comfortable with... Um, everything is God, right? I don't want to get too deep into it, but I I say this because David says, if I know what you said, God, if I know your laws, if I know your boundaries, if I know who you are, I can better please you. And I think the call to to us as young people is to know who God is, not just up here, but here. Amen. And so just like Michelle was saying and, and Grandpa and Grandma Jones were saying, um, that, yes, we would, we would learn how to balance that, you know, understanding, because sometimes we, we can miss it, you know. And, and, and so my prayer is that we would know who our God is and that through that, as we live our lives, that other people would see him through us, that other young people would understand, who don't know God, right, would understand, oh, so it's not just about going inwards. It's, it's actually outside of me. I have to look outwards. I have to look beyond myself. And, and maybe they're, they're, they'll understand the logic to it. Maybe they won't. But God himself will reveal if we are faithful to know who he is and show him to, to our community. So, yeah.
5: Yeah. Mm.
4: Holy Spirit, I pray that you would move that you would move in a new and a fresh way. God of heaven, our desire is to honor you. Lord, we are a small congregation and a small town in the middle of California. Lord Jesus, um, some people don't even know where Visalia is, where Tulare is, God Almighty, but, but you see us.
2: Lord Jesus, and you have set us apart,
4: God Almighty, and I thank you that you use the weak to lead the strong. And you use the simple to, to shame the wise, God Almighty. And, and we just give ourselves over to you, Lord Jesus, in and, and heart and spirit and body. Father, forgive us, God Almighty, when we stray, when we uh, look to do our own thing, God Almighty. And thank you for your faithfulness that you have not abandoned us, Lord Jesus, that your plans and your purposes get carried out despite our nonsense, Lord Jesus, despite our rebellion, despite our weaknesses, Father. And so we look to you, God Almighty look to you and we rest in you, Jesus. You are good, God. Forever faithful, Lord, in your name. Amen and amen.
0: Wow, what a feast. Who's fed? Who's rejoicing? Amen. Our cups are full. These are the voices among us. These are our brothers and sisters sharing their hope in Christ. And throughout the whole month of July, we're going to have more opportunities to do that. And I'm just so grateful because we have that opportunity to build each other up, to sharpen one another. And we trust that because of Jesus, we have a hope, a living hope. And where there is hope, there's life. So no matter what this last year looked like, there is life ahead for us. Because there's hope. The worship team's going to lead us in just a a song of of, uh, devotion and then uh, close us out with one final song as well. But you can take this next song that they're going to share and do whatever you need to do. Just posture yourself before the Lord. You can stand, you can sit, you can pray, you can reflect. You can even share your own testimony, pray your own testimony to God while during this next song as well. But after this song, the worship team will conclude us with just one more song and then we'll be done and we'll get ready for our time of fellowship. So let's go ahead and posture ourselves to reflect, to pray, and to worship.
6: Amen. What a joy. Amen. What a joy to hear from our brothers and sisters what their hope is. For Imago Church, not only for Imago Church, but for themselves, amen. Um joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Amen.
7: Find where my heart can see. If it hurts, so much better your way. even when I'm weak, Lord, yeah, so much better. Together you are the defender of my heart when I thought I lost.
0: one of these testimonies that we heard today, Lord, we heard stories of that hope of the God who finds us when we're lost, of the guy who of the God who is faithful, of the God who restores and redeems Lord. and thank you Lord, that even though the particularities and specifics are different for us, Lord, that principle remains Lord. That it is so much better your way, God. So that's what we want to do today, Lord, and this month. We want to surrender our way, and we pray, Lord, not, not our will, but your will be done, God. Teach us, Lord, what it means to trust in you, to depend on you. To believe, Lord, even when everything else seems discouraging or unclear, Lord to hold on to the one clarity, which is the only clarity that we need, Lord, that you are faithful, that you make a way. Thank you, Jesus. We lift all this up to you in your faithful name. Amen. Well, friends, it's been such a joy to be able to worship together today. And we're going to continue in our time of worship through fellowship immediately after service. Take five minutes to connect with God, connect with someone that you didn't come with here today. Grab a coffee, grab a pastry, and um, then afterwards we'll all uh, work together in clearing out the sanctuary for the week and, and whatnot. But remember, we have our Tuesday night fellowship here at the church so it's going to be a movie night, and that will be July 13th, 5.30 to 8 p.m. Any questions, talk to Danny, talk to Michelle. It's going to be a fantastic time. There'll be snacks, there'll be popcorn, there'll be a nice movie, and all in here together as a church family. Bring the whole family, invite friends and neighbors as well this coming Tuesday from 5.30 to 8 p.m. If you need to talk to anyone or pray with anyone immediately after service, I'm available. You can talk to anyone on our, on our team here or anyone that, any of the leaders that shared their testimonies today as well. We're here for you and we want to walk alongside you. As we go out from here, would you receive this blessing and benediction, first in Spanish and then in English? It's from the Apostle Paul in the book of 1 Corinthians. Que la gracia. Nuestro Señor Jesucristo, el amor de Dios, nuestro Padre, y el compañerismo del Espíritu Santo, que esté con nosotros ahora y para siempre. May the grace of our living Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Go in God's peace. God bless you. Stick around for fellowship, and we'll see you here on Tuesday for movie night and next week for worship. God bless you. Never
6: been so free, calling Never been